Thought Bubble Audio. Up in the sky! You will never find the more wretched hive of scum and villainy. Welcome to Beer with Geeks with Tim and Frank. Who are you? I'm Batman. I am Iron Man. Your friendly neighborhood Spider-Man. Hi, Christopher. I'm Nero. My name is Inigo Montoya. You're a wizard, Harry. A couple of guys with a couple of beers and a whole lot of pop culture nostalgia. Make it so, number one. Ladies and gentlemen, the Beatles! Name the dog in the ant. Life finds a way. I am serious. And don't call me Shirley. Now sit back and crack open a cold one. Because it's time for Beer with Geeks. It comes in pints? Shaken, not stirred. Great Scott! I was way off. I knew it started with an S, though. Hi, and welcome to Beer with Geeks, where two geeks geek out with beer. I'm Tim, and with me, as always, is my man who goes, Boba Fett. It's, <laughs> it's Frank. How are you today? Hello, hello. I will be here for the first half, and then I'll disappear, and then I'll come back at the very end. <laughs> was it the half? It's like, no, yeah, 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 yeah about yeah, seven was episodes. Four, it was out of just, seven. yeah, 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 it's, it's about half. All right, well, I'll call you at about 15 minutes. Okay. And be like, you have Sounds to, good. Maybe like 17 minutes. Like, mm-hmm. you have to leave now. Okay. Um, Frank, we're here to talk about Boba Fett, the book of Boba Fett, I should say, not just the character, but the show itself, Star Wars on Disney+. Plus. Check it out, probably. Um, but before we do that, Frank, could you please tell me what you're drinking today, this morning, this evening, sometime in a 24-hour period? Sure. Um, yeah, I am enjoying uh, the good old uh, left-hand nitro milk stout. Um, oh, yeah, a classic yeah. for Frank, if there ever was one. It is. It's <gasps> I'm drinking out of my Stella glass, too, Frank. Oh, we're both and I'm our... also not drinking a Stella. <laughs> we are both drinking not Stella out of our Stella chalices yeah. technically our chalices uh, yes yeah. mm. i'm so glad well, cheers that to that I, what, what are you drinking i just felt like chalice? i felt like being a little fan i felt like being a little fancy same, tonight so same. i went for this i went well, for the stella you know the, the the um the left hand stout bottle has a thing you know that, that encourages you to pour it hard into a stout glass i didn't have a stout glass but this is the closest thing i had um mm. and you want to pour it hard so you get a nice little head and it and it, it yeah mm-hmm. uh, anyway so um so I, I pulled out this glass because it was the closest thing that I that I had. And uh, well, what do you know? Both of us. That's fantastic. Love it. Absolutely fantastic. Um, I am drinking a Northwoods Brewing Company Landlocks and Brookies Pale Ale, which your wife was kind enough to yeah. uh, get and leave at my house. Um, and so I'm actually still I'm actually working through what she brought. It is delicious. Um, and so I enjoyed it when I had it uh, when I shared uh, the presence of your company, yeah. Um, and I'm enjoying it again now. Um, it's brewed in New, Ham- New Hampshire, but I can't remember the town. Northwood, because it, it's just Northwood. Well, okay. there you go then. Yeah, and uh, it's a little, um, it's a little dry, but Is not. It? Yeah, but not super super dry. It's just a five percent. But you know how sometimes pails are like. I could go yes. for a glass of water after this. Yep. 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 I do. Yes. Okay. I know. Yeah. What you this mean. is yeah. this is this is a lot smoother and actually quenches my thirst, which I can't say about a lot of pale ale. Mm. So mm. yeah. So I'm enjoying it immensely. Nice. Um, I'm kind of nursing it. I've been drinking it since dinner, truthfully, mm. to be to be totally honest, because I don't want it to end. Um, but I don't have to finish it soon. Otherwise, it's just going to get yeah. gross by the end. Just going to lose all of it. Yeah, that won't be fun. It won't be fun. No. No, it won't. But no one else wasn't fun, Frank. <laughs> oh, no. No, no, no. Just... <laughs> <That's>... <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. It was fun. <laughs> it was just the segue. It was too good. <laughs> um, no, so let's talk about the Book of Boba Fett. Um, uh, out, of, out of five, it's like a... It's like a week four. A week four. Right? Yeah. 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 If, if, if we're doing quite halves, as I'd say three and a half, but like, yeah, week four. Yeah. Yeah. It, so week four. Yeah, which is which is how I would describe the first half of the season, a week four. Week four episodes. Yeah. Um, <laughs> got it. Was, uh, <laughs> um, it was, it was, you know what? It, it, it got a slow start, but um, what, what I heard a lot of, a lot of fans say, you know, a lot of people complaining uh, that it was boring and that Mandalorian is better. 
Um, and then a lot of people saying, well, okay, but let's wait until it ends to judge it. You know, like let's at least look Correct. at it as a, because it's, it's, it is, it's a, it's a complete story, you know, and we knew it would be a, it would wrap itself up by the end. So like, let's judge it as a story. It's same with like a comic book run, right? Like you wait for the, for the run to be over or for that, that, um, you know, what, what will be a trade <laughs> to, to wrap up. Right. And you judge it as a storyline. Yeah. And I'm, I, I was with it most of the time. Um, more than most people were because I don't have a great affinity for Boba Fett. So the you know the, yeah. the steam of like he's not cool enough or whatever. I'm like I don't really care. Yeah, like, I didn't think he, I didn't think it was really cool to begin with. The coolest he was was when he showed up in Mando season two and he took out all those stormtroopers. That was really that's cool. when he was at his coolest. And I don't think the show ever really reclaimed that. Suppose for the book of Boba Fett going forward until episode seven. I feel like he got oh. some of that back. Yeah. I feel like he, he reclaimed his, his edge there a little bit. Um, I don't want this whole show to be complaining, so I'm just going to... No. So we'll, no. Yeah, um, no. But I, just, I, I just liked start, it I more think... than most, I think, did, too. I, I yeah. come in with the same, the same like, you know, people loved, kids loved Boba Fett when, we, when I was a kid, and, and I thought he was cool, sure, but, like, I didn't really get the hype. Um, and so I didn't, I'm not as precious about it, not as attached to, to him. And, and I, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed, I, there were, you know, I didn't love every episode equally, but I enjoyed it as a, as a whole. Yeah. I think the fault for me that I had a hard time getting into at the beginning is that it spent a little too long with his journey from the Sarlacc pit, basically back to the Sarlacc sure. pit. Okay. Like where, did, like where, where, like let's catch up his story that just that dragged for me. Okay. Um, yeah. And I, I understood it was doing a, a mixture of like the Godfather and Dances with Wolves. Um, if like everybody was killed in that movie. Yeah. yeah, um, yeah. Godfather's with but, Wolves. I um, follow. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Godfather of Wolves. I'd watch that. I, yeah. I, Dances I, with Godfather. Did I, you watch that? I I think that is just the Godfather. Now that that's yeah, the beginning that's of the movie. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah so um yeah i think that th that's where i it just was a little slow for me because truthfully there's a lot of like oh he's gone soft he's this and this i liked that and i yes. it, it talks about that a bit in seven you know where cad bane great parents talk about oh, cad bane yes. later um where there's like, oh, you've gone soft, and he's like, mm, we all do in our old age. Yeah, it's yeah. Like, yes, I love that because I've I've said for years, you either become the best version of yourself or the worst version of yourself mm -hmm. as like the older you get. Yeah, and we have so many stories where um uh our our beloved intrepid heroes become crusty and mean. And old or and like I think like Dark Knight Returns and Logan and sure. frick even the last Jedi or and to some extent the force awakens with Han Solo and like Le like they've all separated they're all crusty and old and crabby and all this stuff and these were the the people uh, these were the characters of optimism for yes. the most part I wouldn't yes. necessarily say Batman or Wolverine are like super optimistic about life but they've only went crustier and yeah. so I actually really loved watching the most feared bounty hunter in the galaxy going you know I've had enough I've actually had enough of that mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. enough of death enough of killing people for stupid people to just perpetuate yeah. the cycle I they found that really I found that interesting I found that that's bad I found that interesting. Yeah. I, I found it. I found it interesting that he decides to go the route of like gaining people's respect rather than just being someone else's mercenary um, and and just doing a job for the for the credits. You know, like right. he 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 wanted to make make it a better place, make the city a better place, while still still. I mean, he's still a crime lord, but but um, but he's. Uh, he's he's doing it in a way that doesn't uh, hurt the people uh, who are who live in the city, and that's like it's I all guess about it, honor. It is really ambiguous about what the crime is because it's not like, spice. So it's no, he's like, and that was kind it, of it's a protection thing. racket. It's a protection racket. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. From other roving gangs and exactly right, Tuscan Raiders, right. maybe you know. So which the yeah, people, okay, protection racket. The yeah. people of 
of the city are are willing to uh, go along with because they're tired of the the getting taken advantage of getting taken advantage yeah. of. So they'd rather sort of go with the devil they know than the devil they don't. And he's like, of you know, fair. Uh, what would you, you know? Um, he's a sort of a, a just uh, dictator, so benevolent, uh, benevolent crime dictator. Lord. Yeah, yeah. Um, that's mm-hmm. the word I was looking for. So they're they're willing to go with that and. You know, he's he's got sort of a, a antihero thing going on that uh, the audience will just go along with it. Yeah, and I I found uh, I found that take a little more captivating because we've seen heroes become crabby, yes. and so to see a villain become soft, that's kind of nice. Yeah, um, and and I guess because this is the most time we've ever spent with Boba Fett in a really long sequence, like on screen, I can see why that would be disappointing for people to Mm -hmm. not see like the Boba. They were like waiting to get unleashed, like kind of, but to me, like you can't ignore the fact that he gets like taken out by accident in return of the Jedi. Oh yeah. And you know, like things like that, you know, when you could talk about like, Oh, he sabotaged my pack or whatever. And like, or yeah, all right, that's the fine. But you still got taken out like a chump. I'm yeah, sorry. Yeah. Like you, you I have always said that and will always say that. It's true. Yeah. And so I I am I am for the characterization that they they mm-hmm. went for. Um and I liked that they didn't soften Fennec, which I thought was interesting. Like she's yeah. really in it for like because like she owes him because he saved her life. But she's like, you know, she really be harder. And then, like, she goes and kills all of the people at the end, which Fett did tell her to do. So, like, there is there is an edge. And, like, he even, like, he, I think, finds his groove again by the end. And he needs Cad Bane, who is basically the what people wanted of Boba Fett this whole time. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah, uh, yeah, it was so cool to see Cad Bane at all, like in this in this medium, like mm-hmm. the, the the number of animated characters who have made it into live action in you know in the last several years has just been so so cool. From you know we had Bo-Katan and Ahsoka and you know now Cad Bane, like like so many of these characters who originated in in comics or you know Chrysanthemum started in comics and now came over to live yep. action. Yeah, actually, out of those four, because I think those are the really those are the big ones that have bridged animation to um, or the or different media yeah. to live yeah, yeah. action. Uh, which one gave you the? Which one has given you the biggest thrill? Ahsoka, Cad. Um, it's probably Ahsoka. Ahsoka. Right? Ahsoka. Yeah. Yeah. That. I mean. Yeah. I, I watched enough of the Clone Wars to have an attachment to to her and. Plus, I mean, the Clone Wars had just wrapped up its final season on Disney Plus, you know, long awaited final season a mm-hmm. few months before we saw her on The Mandalorian. So right. um, it it was, had even more impact because I was it was all fresh. So mm-hmm. so, you know, th- those are those are she, she's probably the, the most the, the biggest the biggest one. Chrysanna was cool, though, from coming from the comics. Like um, I read enough um, mm-hmm. enough of the Star Wars, Star Wars comics. comics. Yeah. Yeah. That one was a big thrill for me because I didn't. I didn't expect it. Yeah. I it was a complete surprise and I was just like, "Oh my god, it's my Crusader. There he is." Mhm. Here he is. He's like He's real. I just I like needed I I didn't realize I needed a new Wookiee on mm-hmm. screen. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you know like you just need a Star Wars aliens to feel comfortable. Sure. Like I think that was a fault of the sequels where it was like there's not enough aliens that I recognize yeah. to feel like Star Wars. You created too many new things without peppering in the the ones that are familiar. Um and so a lot of Boba Fett is Twi'leks and humans and and a Wookiee. Yeah. And a Rancor, um Gamorrean guards. Like I'm like, oh phew, that's that Amy Sedaris dating Jawas. Good. Yeah. That I just hairy, very hairy, furry, yeah, um, furry, furry. furry. That's right. Um, she's gotten some mileage out of her character. Yes, yeah, she has. For what would I would assume was just going to be like a one-off, like how fun for you. She's now been on two seasons of one show and another season yeah, of another clearly show. Clearly, they really like her. <clears throat> well, she's fun. She's I, great. Just, she and she adds some some real fun comic relief. She's the sassy out like the outback 
character and I you know from any classic western and I I just really uh, I appreciate I appreciate the kind of the the flavor she adds yeah. to every scene. I, I do too. I I feel like this show has taken the the Mandalorian okay, Mandalorian is it has been like a western in space. But this show kind of takes it to a whole different level, a different kind of West, you know, space Western story, a little bit more rooted in some of the, the uh, traditional themes of, of, of Westerns, right. But with it, but with a, mm-hmm. a different spin on them. I mean, when Cad Bane shows up, you know, it's straight out of an Eastwood movie, right? Like it, the way he, he appears he, on the horizon. Cad Bane himself is, Cad Bane, is yeah. just Eastwood. Is yeah. Eastwood. Yeah. Um, I, and the, you know it's funny because I remember watching Mandalorian. I was like, I guess I do care about Star Wars as a Western mm. more than I thought. But then watching Boba Fett, I was like, I care about it less than I thought <laughs> because I think the Mandalorian is also like it is. It is quite obviously the like the Knight's Tale. Yeah. Um. You yeah. know, it's you know Din Djarin. He's a paladin. You know, he's got his, you know, his metal armor and he's just a knight on a quest. You know, it's like this is the way he's all about honor and mm-hmm. valor. He just he basically lives by like the knightly virtues. Um, He, you know, he lives by the code of chivalry. Um, And and so and I think even this episode, this season of Boba leans hard into that in his episode. Yeah. The, his first yep. one when they're like when he duels. Um, whatever the other guy's name is for the for the dark saber. That's lust. just fl- yeah. Thank you. That's just flat out knights dueling. Yeah, he's got his shield and they got swords and they're wearing armor that's shiny and they're just fighting on a catwalk. Like they've moved beyond the western and they're telling a different story. Yes. If if star- regular Star Wars is samurai because mm-hmm. it's Jedi, and so and then the Mandalorian is Arthurian legend. And now Boba is the Western. Mm-hmm. And, they, you know, of course, they all bridge over each other sure. in yes. some way because it's all a pastiche. But they, they're starting – they've refocused some of their – some of the narratives in other places. And I, I – it keeps it fresh. I love that. Totally. I totally, totally yeah, agree. Fr- Frank, I'm sorry. It's uh, 17 minutes. You're out of time. You oh, okay. Of all right. So see you later. We're sorry. You can, you can take okay. it from here. Thank you. So I would like to spend all the time now talking about the circular city – that Mando ends up in, but mostly just the <laughs> droid that he has to deliver his weapon. He puts his, you know, he's got to take the bus, mm-hmm. and I just think that was great. Hey, what are you still doing here? Get out of here. Um, <laughs> so, um, um, yeah. So, the first four episodes are okay. What I actually really do appreciate is that, um, uh, uh, oh my gosh, what's his name? Morrison. Um, what's his Tem? Tem? Oh my God, Tamora Morrison. Tem. Tem. Thank you. Um, uh, he he definitely heard the Bubba got a beer gut like comments. Yeah, and he got in shape so much that they were like, "I'm gonna fight in my underwear." Yeah, just so everyone understands <laughs> that I I did the work for this, yeah. and I really appreciate that. I really appreciate Good for that. Him, like man. he's in his sixties. Like yeah. it, the majority of this cast across the board until the biker gang shows up. Are all in their fifties and sixties? Yeah, all of them. Ming Na Wen is also in her fifties, believe it or not. She's fifty-eight. Yeah, no, she's sixty-one. Fifty? No, I think fifty-eight. Fifty-eight. Yeah, yeah. like that's so impressive. Uh, Yeah, what they were doing, and then and that these are the lead characters of a of a like very of a Star Wars anticipated show. Like, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I just, I, I just think that's great. We've really turned a corner on how old people can be to do stuff, and that's just wonderful. Um. Boba riding the Rancor at the end. I dug it. I totally What'd dug you it. Feel? I totally dug yeah. it. I mean, it, it, they, they telegraphed it hardcore, right? Like when he, when he met the, when Danny Trejo brings him the, uh, mm-hmm. the Rancor, he's like, I want to ride it. <laughs> like, I've ridden beasts like, he, I've ridden beasts bigger than this before. Yeah. yeah. <gasps> Star Wars Holiday Special. And I will, you, yes. You validated the Star yes. Wars Holiday Special. Yes, that's what yeah. It was. And I will point out that Robert Rodriguez directed that episode as well as this episode. Um, ah. mm-hmm. So, so like clearly they they were uh, telegraphing that and then letting us know like 
before this show ends, he will ride the Rancor. Uh, and it I, was I'm fine great. with that. That's great. I was you know, telegraphing it. is good because yeah. then it's not a deus ex machina. Yes, like it no, told it, me it was going to happen. It was foreshadowing. And, it, it was foreshadowing exactly. and they did it. They, 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 I, it paid it off. You told me it was going to happen. I saw it happen. Don't tell me it didn't exactly. happen because it definitely did. <laughs> yes. um, and, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. yeah and I, it's, it, it was great. It was great. It was very well done. You know, I've heard, um, I'm curious what you think about this because we haven't had a chance to talk about it really. I've heard the criticism or at least the observation uh, of the show that they wanted to do a Boba Fett show. They created the character of Din Djarin and made the Mandalorian. And then they introduced Boba Fett ultimately. And, and when they actually, intro- everything they had maybe wanted to do with Boba Fett, they had already done with the Mandalorian. So, they what was left over was what we got for the book of Boba Fett. Um, how do you feel true. about that in terms of characterization? I think is what they mean. You know, like that. That uh, I don't think so. I I think that I think that Din is a different. He's a different character than the Boba any Boba that's introduced mm-hmm. through the course of Star Wars, from Attack of the Clones to Clone Wars to Empire and Jedi. He's a different character. Yeah. Um, and so I, there might be some elements to it, like the don't like maybe the not taking off your helmet or sure okay. <clears throat> stuff like that. But I they're too different. I, yeah. I don't I don't subscribe to that. And I know there's some complaints about like, oh, like it's just Mando season three or half season two and, and a half. They yeah. said that they said that. Yeah. Which months I didn't and realize. Months and months and months ago. Yeah. Like they were like, think of it like Mandalorian season 2.5 because right. they're all going to cro- it's all going to cross together you're basically doing a few so like, they delivered exactly what they promised it's they true. were going to deliver it's true yeah like yeah like how dare star wars characters other star wars characters show up in star wars right how dare you right um <laughs> right, right right so uh if they just did what like boba fett showed up in mando show mm-hmm. it's just th- it's just the reverse i'm fine for that yeah i'm fine with, i'm fine with it too you know yeah, now that i think about the it, arrow you've you find when the Arrowverse characters cross over, yeah. Like what's, yeah, yeah, or the Marvel characters, right? Like it's or the Marvel characters, yeah. yeah. It's no different. I, I do um, remember that before, maybe back when the show was announced, there was, um, I remember hearing it. I think from some official channel that um, the idea was that the episode numbering, you know, how they're, you know, on the Mandalorian, mm-hmm. they continued, you know, season two, episode one was called chapter eleven or whatever because it was the they're continuing the story even though right. it was a different season. Um, originally, that was the plan for this, was they were going to, where the Mandalorian left off at chapter like 18 or whatever, they were going to call this chapter 19, the first episode of this, and, and continue oh, the numbering that way. So almost like, almost like they're they're thinking of it like comic book crossovers, right? Like like the triangle numbering yeah. or something, where it's like, you yeah, want to read right. this one after yeah. that one. Um, I kind of wish that they had done that. I kind of do, do. It might have been clearer they, about their intention. Well, it, because if you're going into Mando season three and they say chapter nineteen, uh, she'd be like, "Well, I actually need to read that short story, that one shot over yeah, there." Yeah, 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 yeah. Now right. before continuing, oh yeah, this I'm one. telling, I'm telling people who watch the Mandalorian but maybe didn't care enough to watch the Book of Boba Fett. Like, I hate to break it to you, but you kind of have to watch the at least the last three episodes of the Book of Boba Fett. You kind of have to. That's what my wife is actually. My my wife is that she really loved the first two seasons of Mando, and she's like, eh, Boba Fett doesn't interest me. Yeah. It doesn't look interesting. So she said, tell me if I need to, if it's mandatory watching. And then, and then Grogu showed up and I was like, not now it's mandatory, mandatory watching. watching. Yeah. So, so we watched episodes five and six. Um, so she caught up with that. Okay, good. And I said, and I said, there's enough of Grogu, even if we just skip to those parts with him and did for you to catch up and know what's happening mm-hmm. moving forward. Yeah. And exactly. I think that's that, that is, uh, so Yeah. So sorry, you have to. You have to. Um, yeah, it's it is they, but but they did design it where I think you could watch just those last three and and uh, if if all you care about is the Grogu stuff, you'll be fine. Yeah, the story is not so complicated mm-hmm. that you do, like. Who cares if you don't know who the mayor's major dovo is? Yeah, like, exactly. that doesn't exactly. I mean, that doesn't matter. Yeah, um, we have not talked about um. Grogu's reemergence uh, or, or Luke. Um, anything like that. We were actually very good about talking about Boba Fett on his, uh, on his about, show, you know, yeah. considering that the book of Boba Fett. Um, so let's transition over to actually, no, before we do that, 
were the Pikes good villains, the Pike Syndicate? I don't think so. I thought no. they were really no, no. they weren't. They, they really they were weren't not that interesting. Threatening. No, they weren't threatening. No. They weren't that interesting in and of themselves. Um, no, Mm-mm. no. Okay, I thought. Yeah, um, I found the Huts showing up in you whatever took, episode. Mm, yes, far more interesting than anything that the Pikes delivered. Although they, they were also kind of like. They ultimately didn't do anything, but but there was tension. Like I felt tense when they were there, like something was about to happen, and it didn't. Mm-hmm. But they were more menacing, whereas the Pikes were just sort of like, I, I don't know, who's this jabroni? Like I don't know. Like, I, yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep, I'm not intimidated exactly. by this this guy. I, I, no, and then that's exactly right. Maybe because when we're first introduced to them, we're not really told it's them. Yeah, and then we're seeing them like kind of taken advantage of on the train and I mean mm. so like we see them in a position of losing power or lesser power and then so when they like show up in slow motion descending from the ships I'm like ah, I just don't care about you yeah maybe that might be yeah it. yeah yeah I just don't find you a threatening syndicate yeah, yeah. but you know I'm kind of glad that it was them and not somebody I have more a syndicate I have more attachment to like maybe like um Crimson Dawn or um, from Solo, or or Black Sun from yep. Shadows of the Empire. Like Kanja that. Club was another one that I heard thrown out there as a pos- as like a, a speculation. Kanja Club, right, right, <laughs> yeah. Er- I mean, I do kind of have an affinity more for Kanja Club just because of those guys. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so that that was like early in the season. Someone was speculating maybe it would be them, maybe it would be the Crimson Dawn. Um, yeah, I mean the Pikes are another thing. I mean they're in the comics too. There, oh, that's yeah. another oh, one yeah. that that crossed it that crossed its way over, but. I'm fine for a throwaway. Just you just not fine. just wasn't interesting. Yeah. But that's okay. So anyway, let's talk about Din and Grogu coming together, um, being pals, um, being pals all over again. But let's talk about Din's story first. Mm. Let's talk about Mando's story first. So he's back on his nonsense being mm. a bounty hunter, right? Mm-hmm. Killing some bulldogs. Great to see. Um yes. Has uh makes uh makes the the armor make uh, Grogu a little mithril uh, yeah. chainmail shirt, yeah. um because uh, Filoni loves Lord of the Rings yes. and there's a there's a great essay he wrote about Star Wars and Lord of the Rings a few years ago published on StarWars.com. I can give it to Frank to link it in the show notes. Yeah, um, please do. And um, again, he gets he gets kicked out. How do you, how do you, how do you feel about that? It was um. Kind of inevitable, I feel like. Um, either he was yeah. going to lie like about Thanos. it. Like Thanos. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> uh, um, but I feel like it was going to, it, it had to happen in one way or another. Um, and because he is, as you mentioned before, because he is guided by that, um, that Arthurian code um, of, you know, the round table, um, mm-hmm. he felt compelled to be honest and say like, no, I, I guess I have taken my helmet off. And, and it's that, it's that very sense of honor that you know, ends up getting him banished. Um, I, I feel like that's okay because of where they have him. I mean, when he started taking off his helmet more than it, it sort of became like, okay, clearly he's breaking from the way. Um, and he's going to find his own new yeah. way. Um, right, which is being honorable, which is what we see in yeah. season yeah. in episode seven, right? Like, you know, do you really believe in that Panther fodder? You yes. know, like this is, you know, this is the yes, way. this is the way. Good, <laughs> that's great. Like, how awesome is that? That's code of chivalry at its at its finest. Absolutely. Yeah, I I think that's that was that's awesome. Bounty hunter to to full on knight, exactly um, with his own with his own lightsaber. With you his know, own lightsaber, dark saber, yeah. Dark saber, yeah. So, I, I mean, do mm-hmm. you think he's going to end up going back to Mandalore and probably? I mean, I mean, we saw Mandalore in you know the Night of a Thousand Tears mm-hmm. um, in in this uh, season, so that's like a that's a seed, yeah. You know, because that yeah, that's a right, we, we're gonna we're gonna do more of this. Yeah, it's way too important to just gloss over it and be like that was a fun little visit. Exactly, since because we also got a Bo-Katan little lesson, yes. you know, and in there, and you know, her significance, and does she have claim or or right to to the dark saber? Yeah, and... because that was a question that I had, and that lots of people had when uh, at the end of the Mandalorian season two, when we came to understand that you have to win it, you know, in combat. 
Um, it, it was sort of like, well, she didn't, she didn't win it in combat. So what is that? Like, I thought that was a, a, a plot hole, a, a just, you know, a, a retro, a, a retcon, whatever, but, but they explained it and, and it, it made sense. Right. And they, they kind of, it kind of indicates that it's her fault that the night of a thousand tears happened. Yeah. The way that, that they was like, believe the, that the, right. That it's like a curse for yeah, you not to yeah. win. Yeah. I, that's a lot to carry for her to carry. So I, I'm sure she'll be back. There's no way that, you know, she's not, she's not coming back. You know, but, a few um, weeks ago, maybe a couple months ago at this point, um, she, Katie Sackhoff, um, or rather, someone someone tweeted at someone at Disney tweeted at Katie Sackhoff something about like congratulations, so excited for you, and then the tweet was quickly deleted. And there's been a lot of speculation that there might be a Bo-Katan series of some kind coming, or that she's going to uh, she's going to be in a, another one of the Star Wars series that are coming up, um, and that that person may have tweeted it thinking it was public knowledge, and then was told to delete gotcha. it because it's not. Oh, I, w- any of those is good with me because I think she's a. She's a compelling character, and it's. I just Katie Sackhoff does a great job at live action playing the character that she voiced. Yeah, and I, I think that's a, that's a great. She's like the only oh, one. That's, she's like the only one who got over. to do that, right? Yeah, because I know like Corey Burton voiced Cad Bane. He voiced him. Yeah, was, yeah. I don't. It was him in the in the makeup. Which, by the way, he looked amazing. Mm. Like I couldn't stop oh, yeah. looking at him. Yeah. It was it was incredible, especially in episode seven. I was just way more, even more like captivated. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I just love it so much. He's definitely alive, right? He, I think he's alive. His little chest, his little chest piece was blinking. Yeah, blinking. I think he's I alive. Think he's I think fine, he's alive. which um, is good for good with me. I'll take more Cad Bane. Absolutely, I will. And and it would be it, it'll be interesting uh, sort of turnabout because he was he was criticizing Boba for the back to tank, and uh, so I wonder what his. What his next? Uh, what his? Next well, he um, he has Toto something or other Toto three sixty, which um, which is like a health, like it will could possibly save his life. His little droid. Oh, um, okay. I'm like Toto three sixty so, sounds like something I signed up with at my insurance company or something. Like, and now with Toto three sixty coverage. Three sixty. Yeah, Toto three sixty. You'll get twenty dollars back a month. That'll go into account you don't have access to. Oh man. Yeah. Well, yeah. Toto two. Toto two. <laughs> um. So uh. So, so anyway. So um. So then Din ends up going back to Tatooine, and he's like, "So, Amy Steris, you have <laughs> uh, having to boost our ship for runs? me." You yeah, and she and he's like, "Where's the Razor Crest?" And I'm like, "Screw the Razor Crest! You're gonna fly my favorite Star yes, Wars ship. So Legitimately, good. the Naboo Starfighter is my favorite ship. That's so freaking cool. I love that ship so yeah. much. Me too. That and the B wing. Those are my favorites. I would have taken either one. Mm. That would have been the B wing. Does not get enough love. I've got to be honest. I'm not, not the biggest fan of the B wing, but I'm happy for you. I love loving it. I love the B wing. It's so weird looking. It's so fun. It is, but anyway, yeah. I love the new booster. Love the new booster. I love it. Yeah. I love it so much. Love him and getting so pulled over souped. for speeding uh, with uh, driving yes. without a license. Um, yes, by by stunt double, by stunt double stand in yeah. Luke Skywalker yes. and the guy who the from last New season. Republic Ranger whose name yeah. I cannot remember. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I that was fun. You want to fill out that paperwork? Yeah. Nope. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, um I just I knew Grogu would be in the back the back of that in the the, the droid. It's just what I wanted. Pit. Yes. Him oh. tapping on the window. Yes. Even though there's no sound in space. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. I don't care. Doesn't matter. He's so cute. He's like again, again. Great. So anyway, um let's so um we'll talk about Luke last because we've been like dancing around Luke, but I feel yeah. like because of who we are, we'll talk about him at the end. But I want to talk about um Grogu's Grogu chooses the chainmail, yeah. which I feel like we all just kind of knew was coming. I did think he was going to have both. I was. I wondered if he might have both. Yeah, but um, his, I said it in our, our texting thread. His little hands would not be able to hold the lightsaber. That's true, it would be too big for him, is, even though it's true. a tiny little lightsaber. Um, but uh, the reveal of him and like he's like kid, <laughs> like what are you doing here? Like yeah. I'm on this, I basically on this wild west wagon, yeah, and like, like, like from Doc from Oregon Trail. That's kind of what it reminded me of, and um, and uh, he does a little force leap for a hug, and it's just so freaking 
cute, and he calms the rancor down with the force, and then takes a nap yes, next to him. Takes a and nap next to him. Oh, so good. My heart. So good. Do you feel better knowing that they're connected? I think I was holding a bit of anxiety at the end of season two, knowing they weren't together, mm. and now that they're back together again, I'm like, I just feel way better about life. I mean, yeah, it's, <laughs> yeah. it's as it should be, right? Like it's the way you want you you want them together. So yes, absolutely. Yes, I absolutely it, want them together. Yeah. I didn't think they'd get them back together until season three of The Mandalorian. I thought that they would, you know, move the story along, but we would end the Book of Boba Fett still not seeing them together, not getting that that satisfaction of seeing them together. But they did it. Yes, a full full resolution. Yeah, and I I really I truly appreciate that because mm-hmm. I didn't really want that stress. Um, and so um, so yeah, so there's Luke. So there's Luke. Oh, the, Cobb Vanth. How do you feel about like? So he gets shot down. Yeah. Now he's gonna have some droid parts he's in him. He's gonna be. Yeah, he's gonna be. He's gonna be. Maybe maybe he'll be the new mayor of of hey, Mos Espa or Mos, yeah. yeah or Mos Eisley Mos I, I Espa Freetown. Um, yeah, um, free town. it doesn't matter. Yeah, um, I, yeah. I, I, I yes, like I love Timothy Olyphant in, in this show. So like I'm and I. I saw him only get shot in the shoulder and right. if you watch with the captions there's on this show in particular there are there are very often spoilers lines, abounding there are lines yeah. that are not you don't hear that are only in the captions mm-hmm. and that tell you what's going on uh so like when he got shot down there was dialogue being like is he okay is he okay is he okay and they would not keep asking that if he wasn't gonna actually be okay um yeah. so so yeah like i, I sort of figured yeah. that he'd be he'd be fine um, yeah, I don't have a special affinity for him the way that other people do. Like people like flock to him, and I'm like, yeah, he's, he's fine. He's a he's a town sheriff. Like sure. it's it's fine. I, I like um, him. I, I like, like him Timothy Oliphant. Like I have, yeah, I liked it, but I'm not like, is he going to be okay? Like sure. if he died, he died. You know. So, I feel like people he's got, back. Cool. People got attached to him the same way they got attached to Boba Fett back in 1980. Just like, wow, he looks so cool. I want. I, he's so cool, and and just like that's that was for the end, of it, which is fine. You can get like you know people get attached. Yeah, to, that's true. The characters. That's true. For, that's why I like Fennec. Wow, she's cool. Sure. Yes. She looks cool. Yes. I also like Ming Na Wen. So I guess like, yeah, you know, it's also yeah. that. But wow, she's cool. Um, but, um, anyway, so the, what many people consider to be the best episode of the book of Boba Fett did not contain Boba Fett at all, which Mm -hmm. I find hilarious. (laughs) Um, but is the, um, is the Luke Skywalker, Ahsoka Tano, Grogu, Din Djarin episode. How'd you feel while watching it? I, I just, it, when we saw Din going off to, to, try and find Grogu, I was like, are we going to get Luke again? Are we, are we going to, are we going to get that again? That felt like a one-time thing, but oh my gosh, is it actually going to happen? And I was, he looked better. Like he, he, he did look way better. It was, way, yeah, it was still a little disorienting mm-hmm. at times, but it was still way better than the first time. I actually haven't gone back to watch, you know, side by side, but at least from what I remember of the couple of times I watched his debut on in the, the, the season two finale of the Mandalorian, I, I feel like he looked better. Um, and, and, and it was just, it's so cool to get to see with, you know, in live action, uh, Luke Skywalker in that era and building the, building the Academy and, and all of that was, yeah, was so, just, so cool. Him taking on his first student. I, who he doesn't keep, which I find hilarious. Like, True. His first student's like, I, you will be the first student of my Jedi Academy leaves. Peace. Yeah. I'm doing great. I'm doing great so far. Doing yeah. Really, yeah. really strong. It's gonna be it's gonna be fun. It's gonna be fantastic. Um, yeah. But I I loved that even that the the shape of the school echoes the dome yes. that we see in um in Last Jedi and so like you, you see the progression of what it you know, how it started, how's it how's it going? Oh no. <laughs> I guess but oh no. It did make me feel better that he I guess that he chooses Grogu chooses Din because you're like oh. Yeah, Kylo Ren's not going to murder him. <laughs> Thank, right, God. Thank goodness. How about his flashback to being in the Jedi Temple during Order sixty six? That was wild. Which is somebody actually raised the question: like, who? Again, we don't know who saved him. Um, and which is which is I? It's not a question I really feel like I need answered. Like, um, I guess the, uh, they will answer I think it. They will, but I. I think Order 66 feels so rushed in Revenge of the Sith. Like, you see only, like, segments of some Jedi getting taken out. Like, it is really 
compelling to see it again and again and again in other iterations. Mm-hmm. You know, Dave Filoni actually um, turns into a chicken um, if he doesn't show us a new <laughs> perspective of Order 66 every year. Yes. Otherwise, yep. the curse gets reversed and it's... he turns back into a chicken. But I think he has a really good sense as a Star Wars fan who worked with George Lucas to create the Clone Wars and ran it together with him for years, I think he has a really good sense for, like, ooh, there is untapped opportunity here with this story. Like, George told that story fast in the back half of the final movie where he just was like, okay, we got to get him from here to there, uh, and mm-hmm. we only have X number of hours to do it, and it's got to be PG-13, so let's go. Like, that was the that was what he had to work with. Um and I think Dave gets that and and understands, okay, but there's opportunity to pause and take a little vacation in in pockets mm-hmm. of this story. You know, that's what the Clone Wars was, was the the gap between two movies. Um and and he's really good at sort of taking the little moments and and filling them with with more story and character and and giving you a different perspective on the parts of the story that have been glossed over in other in other media. Um yep. and he continues to do that. Yeah, I and it's um and it's his episodes continue to be some of the best Star Wars content that we're getting, and I don't think that's I mean like Fav, John Favreau wrote every episode yes. of The Mandalorian, and the best one was the best one of the season was the Dave Filoni episode. Yeah, part of that I think is because we're seeing characters that we have a stronger attachment to. So sure. I don't want to say that like John Favreau, you don't get it because. He gets it. Oh, he he's gets fine. it. Yeah, he's, he gets it. He's obviously very good at his job. But we're we're watching characters that watching Luke Skywalker talk to Ahsoka Tano. Like, mm-hmm. I can't believe that. I'm looking at that with my eyes. You know, and Luke being like, will I ever see you again? And I'm like, they did it. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> that was where my mind went first. Yeah. Maybe a little dirty. But like, will I ever see you again? I'm like, they hooked up. I know it, and it's gonna be weird next time. <laughs> huh? I had I actually didn't even think of that, but it, hmm. I don't really think that they did, but no. it kind of feels like they kind of feels like they did. But it's hard to tell because is Luke Skywalker is like I don't know. Um, make a make a YouTube video quick, Frank. Yeah, yeah. You have to say is Ahsoka Mara Jade, Kathleen Kennedy, blah blah blah, and yeah. it'll get a million. It'll get a million hits. Yeah. You'll be fine. Yeah. Um, huh? But uh, um, it's hard to tell because Luke Skywalker is voiced by a robot um, <laughs> now, well, and yeah, kind of. He sounds good. People like sound. it's a little emotionless, not in inflection, but you could tell there isn't just human warmth behind it. Yeah. Like, you know, like Siri sounds like a human, yeah, but I know yeah. she's not. Yeah, and it, it it is a little bit like that, just a little bit. Yeah, for, um, it's true. So what they for anyone who doesn't know, they they did sort of a vocal deep fake thing with with where they sampled Mark Hamill's voice, and then it's you're hearing an AI taking audio of Mark Hamill's voice from 1983, um, mm-hmm. and and you know they manipulate it to say whatever they want him to say now. Um, so yes, people have commented that it sounds a little lifeless. It sounds like it's a computer talking cause it is, um, that's while that's true. And I can tell it's not a person at the same time. There is an element it of does like, not, think about yeah. how he talked in return of the Jedi. That's, that's it. That's I exact. I agree because he sounds exactly like his message to Jabba. Yes, exactly. Which, I mean, I guess he's delivering a message to Jabba, so it's not exactly how it's... But he kind of sounds like when he's also talking to Leia on Endor, and he's like, my father had it. Yes. My sister had it. You will bring Captain Solo in the Wookiee to me. I think what we're hearing is his... He's not the uh, emotional farm boy anymore. He is this... What? At the rate they're gaining? Yeah, he's not that kid anymore. Yeah, it's less nasally. It's a little... It's it's more of a zen, breathy... And he's just at peace. And then even when he's older and we see him in the sequels, he is not that at peace anymore. And he's he's gone back to like there are moments, but he's gone back to being a little bit emotional because he's like yep. lost the thread. Exactly. Yeah, so I I think it's perfectly aligned with his character and um I think what st- struck me about Luke's um Luke being in this episode here is 
he speaks about things that we haven't heard Luke speak about previously. And I think that's what actually got me going where I was like, wow, it feels so validated. Mm. Like Luke holding Yoda's lightsaber feels like or speaking about Yoda again, even kind of like with Grogu, like you're the same species. Just working that out. Mm-hmm. Um that's a lot of validation there. Or even when Ahsoka says something like, uh, like you're a lot like your father or something like yeah. that. The look that Luke gives her is was really, really good CG. Y- yes. <laughs> so like, or, you know, like it was really good acting. Like yeah. it's a really yeah. sharp pointed look. And it tells you a lot about Luke's current relationship with his, with his deceased father. Like in like, and how am I like him? Because mm-hmm. that could be a really dangerous thing mm-hmm. in from Luke's perspective and obviously from Ahsoka's as well, but not in the same way. Yeah. And there's like that's what I think is so striking about that episode that Dave really gets is the subtext mm-hmm. of what is goes what goes unsaid. And it's just it was really strong. It was just it was just a lot super of super strong. Super, super strong. Uh, so like with all the this show gave us so great moments like that um like all, every moment that luke was on the screen in that episode was i was captivated it gave us cad bane it gave us um this this um crossover event so i mean i i go back to that's why i said it's a week it's a week four it's a week it's a week four, four but- because it just took a while to get where it was going. Yes. And and the the titular character of the show was one of the least interesting parts of the show. One of the least relevant. And, yes. And, and not even, no, it all happens because of him. He sets the ball in motion. Things work out. Bec- apart from the din the stuff because it's distraction a, but yeah. it all but it all coalesces it's the book of Bo- it's the book of boba fett because they all revolve around his actions and yeah. motivations i still and find so that it title just a little it, perplexing but yeah yeah well and so some star wars titles are perplexing that's true i i think they did it because it sounds cool i think so too i think personally right. yeah this is the chapter this is his chapter this is sure. his little yes. insert yeah. book that's just all that is to me but um i yeah, I liked it. I I like it quite a bit, and I again I say that it there's a reclamation I think of who Boba is reconciling the almost pacifist to the I'm just a simple man trying to make my way in the yeah. universe because that's where he where we meet him in Mando. That's where he is, and he this is him literally trying to make his way that's in right. the universe. That's right. Him working it out, and um, I I think it works. Soft four. Soft four. Go team. Agreed. Um, on a um on a continuing Star Wars note, um, they dropped the um Kenobi poster. Um, yes. just a little bit before recording this episode, looks cool. Looks cool. Obi Wan on in the desert doesn't tell us much, really... but it's cool. Nope, it, it looks like us... a body look, and but, yeah, but yeah, say the thing. It what, does tell us that the show starts May twenty fifth. Um, yes, which which is exciting, does. but also I would have thought May the fourth. Yeah, it must line up with their other schedule. Is May the 4th a Wednesday? It is a Wednesday this year. It is a Wednesday, year. yeah. It is a Wednesday. Yeah. Ah, missed opportunity. I'm sure they thought about it, mm-hmm. but th- maybe it just wasn't going to be ready by then. And so I wonder it's if... It's not worth rushing. Is there a Marvel show that won't be over yet? That is possible, but I don't think so. Because the next one's I don't, what's March. The next, I don't know when the next Marvel show is. What is the Moon next Knight? Marvel show? Moon Knight. I don't know when that is, though. It might not be. Maybe it isn't over. Yeah. So um, I don't know. I don't know. But yeah, I don't know. I'm uh, not going to. Anyway, it it's, it's so it's late May, um, which I'm so exciting to kick off the summer. Um, yeah, I'm excited. Um, I there's a real big part of me that I just don't want to watch anything, any trailers, previews, nothing like I'm going to watch it. Oh, I'm going to. You don't it. need to show me. You don't need to show me anything. I will watch the show. Yeah. Um, Although, but uh, truthfully, Disney Star Wars has been really good. The show has been really good about not spoiling anything. They have. Like the, like the, like the, you know, the trailer, the watch today's episode of Boba Fett with when Luke was in it. It was like the the bus landing. Told you nothing. Nothing. Yeah. So it should be some background characters stepping off a ship. Like it just, it was nothing. 
Um, yeah. So yes, so, they've they've definitely gotten good at that. Although I don't know how much that really compels you to want to watch when it's like next time these Rodians in the background will step off a ship. Like, oh wow, yeah. <laughs> cool. Yeah. Damn it! But it's Star Wars. I'm gonna watch it. I'm so watch it yeah. yeah, I'm gonna yeah. watch it probably twice. So. Yeah. Right. Exactly. <laughs> Look at those Rodians. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, Frank, where can the people find us if they want to hear us talk about other things besides Star Wars? Yeah, you can head on over to beerwithgeeks.com and uh, and find every episode, uh, including the show notes for this episode, where I did find uh, that Dave Filoni Lord of the Rings uh, essay uh, and put that in the show notes. So there yeah. you go. Um, you can rate and review us and subscribe or follow uh, us on all the podcast directories from Apple Podcasts to Spotify uh, to Google to Amazon, all the all the great places. So you can, yeah, please rate and review. Spotify now has um, ratings and reviews, so please please go on over and do that as well. Um, and subscribe wherever wherever you uh, listen to your podcasts. You can email us beerwithgeeks at gmail dot com and uh, follow us on Twitter at beerwithgeeks. Uh, those are that's that's how you do it. And hey, we'll be back back next week to talk about more geeky geeky things and i just cannot wait i cannot wait for the for kenobi like i just i cannot wait for kenobi i know Ah. i think um i don't know if this is a slight spoiler it's not really a spoiler i'm pretty sure that everyone knows that this is happening but in case it is blah 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 three two one spoiler um uh ewan mcgregor was like it was really great to play um to uh, to um to do anakin and obi-wan together again Mm. And I thought that the choice of Anakin instead of Darth Vader yeah, was telling. Mm-hmm. I was like, we're going to get some Clone Wars action. We're going to see some live action Clone Wars with them again. That would be And I would feeling. really love them to wear the Clone Wars outfits. Like the armor that they wear, like the proto-Vader shoulders. Yeah, and yeah. The, yeah. That would be I mean, if they do a flashback, they're going to ha- they're gonna have to be in... in- the right I would assume, but yeah, yeah, but I just like I would want to see like Anakin in his like maroon yeah. and blue instead of the black leather vests. Uh-huh. Like, I want to see that. Same. That would be good. Oh, that'd be so yeah. cool. Yeah, maybe with Cody or Rex. Yes, just saying they're right there. Yes, would love that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, anyway, we'll find out. We'll see. Um, we'll see. Well, uh, Frank, it's so, uh, been a pleasure. So until next time, cheers. cheers.